Welcome to another hostful edition of the Canvas Casters podcast. Marcus Painter and I have decided to jump in before school starts because school starting very soon for us, isn't it, Marcus? That's the word. That's the word on the street. Uh, I'm, I'm very hooked in. I'm hooked in with the voices and the people. Um, I, I'm hip to what the kids are saying. And the kids are saying that school might possibly be starting in just a couple of weeks. At least in Indiana. I know my wife right. uh, starts a week away. So um, it's a, it's an exciting time. I think teachers are really anxious. Um, that's, a, that's a tactful word. Right. I, uh, sure. Right. <laughs> I think we can, I think we could be honest with everyone and say that uh, we also have very mixed feelings about what that means. I know a lot of teachers that I talk to are just, uh, they're anxious. They, they want to be back in the classroom. I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, every teacher wants to be back in the classroom. I get it. But also, man, this is just a really trying time to, to get that done. And we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the big C word. Um, <laughs> We even talked about a replacement word, didn't didn't we, Marcus? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, uh, let's see, um, Fidelio, right? Could yeah, be the, just could be our replacement just, word. We're just gonna pretend like it doesn't exist and uh, <laughs> and go on with our lives. But at least here in Indiana, it looks like a number of school districts are are gonna start on time. So uh, it will be it will be an interesting couple of weeks because uh, if we've learned anything shutdowns will probably happen in the ne- in the next few. So we wanted to get an episode out and into the world uh, before all of that happened and at least kind of maybe give you something fun to listen to while you're uh, while you're getting that classroom set up at least here in Indiana. So right. The um the yeah, you hit it on the head with a couple of weeks. I think we've all been speculating and wondering and questioning and hypothesizing over the last, you know, couple of months. Uh, but we are at crunch time. Uh, at, at this point where, you know, most folks, uh, if you're going back to school first, second week of August uh, or earlier, uh, people are getting into buildings now. People are discovering what, um, what these uh, rules and regulations are going to look like in practice. Um, and, and that's sort of causing a lot of folks to uh, focus on Canvas and uh, focus on uh, a lot of the sort of digital tools that we have at our fingertips because as Eddie said, yeah, you know, if we get back on time, we, we, that would be super duper and we don't know what's going to happen after that. <laughs> so um, I actually just had this conversation at work today. Uh, we were, you know, making plans for all of the possible scenarios and, um, and we all just agreed that like we, every, everyone, and somebody said this, they saw it on Twitter, uh, every educator, certainly in this country and, and, and mostly worldwide, we're all first year teachers right now. Right. We are all doing something this school year that we have never, ever done before guaranteed. So welcome to rookie year, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's going to be a thing. Right. I, I have my best friend from high school. We roomed together in college, um, has absolutely been a, a dude that I've known most of my adult life. And he is going to start his first teaching job this year. So <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> things where we, uh, he was like, man, my first year is going to be rough. I go, everyone's first year is rough. Yours is going to be pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but yeah. 
you know, there, there are ways to get around that. And I think it's all about mindset, which we try to harp on a little bit here as well. But um, we do have some housekeeping items to get to before we kind of get into the meat of the podcast and tell you guys what's been going on uh, the last few months in our lives, at least, and as well as some things that have happened in the Canvas world. But um, we have launched a summer listener support drive uh, to help with some of those recurring costs. You know, this podcast, anybody that does podcasts, uh, I think on the level that we're trying to do this podcast on typically has um, some costs and uh, it's not cheap to operate a podcast at this level. And we have tried our best to do it personally. This was a passion project for both of us. And um, we've really worked hard to kind of keep that quality going. And the only way we felt like we could continue to do that was to launch this little listener support request drive. And, um, you know, we want to grow our contest and prizes for our listeners. We want to market our show to more Canvas casters people, you know, more Canvas fam out there, which the community is growing like crazy. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some other groups that have been started in the last month that have just, um, it's just went bonkers. So uh, we want to invest in better equipment, resources, training, all that good stuff, and pursue some of those special projects. And you guys have allowed us to do that over the last couple weeks. I, I know, probably speak for Marcus, and Marcus can talk on this as well, but uh, the support has been crazy. I, I don't think I ever imagined that um, either those one-time donations or those monthly uh, donations through Anchor um, would ever get to the level that we're kind of seeing now, but we're really excited that people have um, entrusted us with some funds uh, to right. continue this. Yeah, I it, it is, it is kind of wild. Um, and, and that's, you know, Eddie's talking about, you know, basically the overall you know, the end product, which we've always, always really been uh, focused on, you know, what you hear uh, from from this podcast is top notch in terms of audio quality. And, and that's all Mr. Ed Small. Um, that is all him. And, and so he's always been focused on that. And, and that's just not easy. It's very time consuming. Um, but we definitely appreciate the support. Um, we wanted to make sure that folks had options, right? Um, both through Anchor with sort of a monthly thing. Um, it's as simple as, you know, buying a subscription to an app, you know, uh, or with a one-time donation. We've seen both, and it's been really great um, to have that. I personally, I'm all about finding cool swag. I'm all about what can we get that's cool uh, that our listeners are going to want to get their hands on, um, and, and we'll talk more about it uh, in a bit. But we did want to point out uh, some of our our early earliest supporters here. So uh, I'm just going to run down a list of rock stars. Um, yeah, the, uh, these people and, and a lot of these folks have been on the show, um, which is great. Uh, but as I look through the list, I you know I see guests from the show. I see uh, folks that are you know in the building. Uh, at Instructure. I see folks who were all in on Panda Miles uh, in May. Uh, and then I just see people that we have just been like tight with uh, since the beginning of this. Uh, so here it goes. Rosalita Santiago, who we love. Rosalita, Rosalita, men have named you. It's Mona Lisa in the song, but I changed it because it sounds the same. You oh see what boy. I did? Are yeah. you going to do this for Paul, everyone? I, I might. I might. Oh, Paul. Okay. Buckle in. 
because some of these are going to be tough. <laughs> Paul Towers, our brother from across the pond. Uh, we, we love that guy. Every time we see him on Twitter, every time we talk to him, it, we, we want to split a pint or have a coffee or something. So I cannot wait till this whole shenanigan uh, is over with so we can find a way to meet up. Uh, Van Bartle, uh, another one of our guests on the show. Uh, great uh resources great ideas about badging really good stuff uh isaac ziggler megan tolan my favorite human being this side the mason dixon line honest to goodness um she's good people oh and by the way marcus megan tolan continues she is the number one listen to episode of our podcast so um thank you megan for obviously donating to the podcast, but also being such a great guest because people love that episode. Absolutely. They know what's up. They know what's up. She was the, she was the first much love. If y'all could see me now, I'm doing that weird Justin Bieber thing with the heart with my hands, <laughs> but this is audio. So, okay. Uh, right. Elizabeth Crook, no uh, just an absolute powerhouse of a human being uh, who we just absolutely love. Uh, Amanda Bear. Another great member of the Canvas fam, Steve Hartnett. We're going to talk about Steve. Steve's he is kind of new to the game a little bit, um, but making a name for himself. In fact, I think he he has a nickname that he's been working on. Uh, I don't know if you get to name yourself. I think somebody has to name you, right, Eddie? Like I don't know how that works. You call I, me Big Sexy. To... That's the no, you give me no that. Ever, I can't have that nickname. I can't call myself that. I would never call you that. Don't what lie. What's happening right Eddie, now? Eddie, don't lie to the people. <laughs> okay. Don't lie to the people. Uh, Sky. Sky King, an absolute gem of a human being. She has been, I, I mean, we say, we use, we say OG. Um, she is an OG of the podcast for sure. Uh, Stevie Frank, our favorite podcaster outside of the two of us um lynn miller who was super huge on the panda miles super helpful and of course how could we forget the lovely the talented princess kona of canvas kona jones uh outstanding and so grateful to all of you guys for your support uh and not only obviously we're talking about the, the monetary support here, but every single one of these people has been an absolute amazing support system for us uh, throughout the, you know, the, you know, the first, you know, however months we've been doing this. Are we, we're going to get to a year here on uh, a couple yeah. of months, right? October. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're almost to a full October. year. So we, we really appreciate it. That's just crazy to me that, that it's been that long. <laughs> it feels, I mean, Again, whatever this is that we're in feels like it's been years, but um, it's also gone by pretty quickly. So, uh, I, you guys, it's it's been amazing. We will continue the summer drive going probably for the next month or so. Um, if you want to give a dollar, you can give a dollar. You know, if you want to give fifty cents, give fifty cents. Every little tiny bit helps continue growing what we've kind of started, and we just can't wait to see what it is in the future. We will link in the show notes the document that we created that will give you the option to do a one-time that will actually link to the one-time uh, square donation store that we've set up and also the anchor built-in monthly donations that you can make and, and they're also pretty small as well um, we're not asking anybody to give us some big 
huge donation, but <laughs> right. uh, we love we love the small stuff because it means that you care enough to to click the link. So we really appreciate it for sure. Um, so kind of building on that, and I talked about you know I, I want to be able to do some more you know giveaways and have some more canvas caster swag that we can maybe combine with some canvas swag in the future. Uh, we did a, a lot of uh, promo that way early early on. And um, so we want to do that kind of thing uh, moving forward, probably more so. So uh, I am going to, we're going to tweet out here in the next day or so, a little, little contest, a little poll, I, I should say, a poll as far as some, some swag options uh, that you guys would like to see. Uh, we've, we've done stickers. Uh, we've investigated some other similar sorts of things. Think about your day-to-day. Think about the stuff you use. I always, when I go to conferences, when I get swag from places, I always think, you know, is this a thing I'm going to use? Is this a thing that I'm going to be happy to, to show off and have as a conversation piece? Um, so think about that kind of thing. And then uh, we'll be definitely picking your brains out there uh, in Canvas Fam to, to let us know what you think you want to see the pandas on uh, because we're definitely wanting to do that soon. Uh, along the same lines, <laughs> Eddie, we have a problem. Um, I know <laughs> we we have a number of problems. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, for it. It's too easy. Um, but uh, we think that we might need to change our tagline for the podcast. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we can say I don't work for Canvas. Right, because because I work for Canvas. <laughs> Not not officially, not officially, oh, but, okay. but, uh, but Monday. Oh, oh it's okay. happening Monday, okay. right? Like not. Well, we're recording the podcast kind of a week before I start. Um, but yeah, I can no longer say at least that that I don't work for Canvas. Um, I took a position about a week ago as a principal consultant with Instructure, uh, and I'm going to start in about a week. So I'm really excited. This is you guys obviously know how much I love. Uh, Canvas and, and the tools and and the way that it provides engaging learning to uh, students across the world and now I get to be part of that change and to me this has always been about um, I love Central Line I, from the bottom of my heart like that place is really special to me for a number of reasons um, it was really hard to step away from that institution to um, have a bigger impact. But I think for me, the conversation was always, um, you love what you're doing. Is there a way to create an even bigger impact? And I think that this was an opportunity to do that. Um, and I didn't want to pass it up. So, uh, it's sad because like I said, I, I really do, I'm going to miss everyone at central nine. I had such a, a progressive, uh, staff that dove in on any little thing I ever asked them to do. And it's been, it's been a really somber couple of weeks as I've called and reached out to them, but it's pretty much official at this point as far as telling them. And I felt like telling Twitter and LinkedIn, and now I'm telling the podcast. So uh, in about a week, I will officially be a principal consultant at Instructure, um, you know, facilitating Canvas LMS to a number of districts. So really excited. Yeah, it's 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 been a really uh, interesting uh, few weeks uh, kind of watching you 
uh, make the make the decision go through the decision making process and and I know that um, you know from my perspective I'm I'm just super super excited about what you're going to be able to do um, in this role uh, working for uh, a company that you're obviously I mean come on we we do a podcast about come on <laughs> right like yeah stop I, it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think people can say that I'm not passionate about like, well, you would you like that? Are you going to like doing that? Like, yeah, like I do a podcast on this right. thing. I think I'm going to love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But Marcus, I'm, here's the deal. I'm not the only person that has hit the free agency market this summer and <laughs> and come up wanting on something else. So uh, you've got a, a new gig, right? Yes, I, I do. Uh, and it, it's funny because. Uh, we did take that information to Twitter recently, and it's been funny to see some of our our, our Twitter fam uh, comment and and sort of put some jabs in at us. Uh, and I don't know who who said it or where I saw it, but somebody said something along the lines of, um, "Who knew that summer vacation for teachers was really free agency?" Um, and and it, you know, sometimes I I guess it can feel like that um, with so much moving and shaking that happens building to building corporation to corporation um i also have a new uh new endeavor uh, i'm doing the same job same description i'm going to be a coordinator of digital learning uh, but i have moved uh, from twin lakes school corporation uh, to logansport community schools and so for me um you know there are a lot of things that went into the decision uh one of them is it's a bigger corporation and that's something that I was was and am interested in. Um, I, I wanted, again, kind of like what Eddie was saying about wanting to have an impact um, and, and seeing an opportunity to have a larger scale impact. Um, that's part of it. Um, it is a place that I've been familiar with because it's pretty close to where I live. Um, and I just felt like this was a great opportunity. They have a need there uh, in that district for someone like me. Um, they were, were just outwardly saying like, we need someone who is, uh, you know, dare I say has, I'll say has some expertise, um, in, you know, uh, digital learning, uh, ed tech leadership, um, in, in Indiana, we say e-learning, but distance and virtual learning. Uh, we need someone that's got that kind of expertise because we need to be better in that area. And it was, it just seemed like, uh, uh, you know, sort of a match made, made in heaven. Um, I was able to be in a, in a spot where, where I was able to, to, to move. Um, and, you know, outside of about a 15 minute longer commute, that's about it. Um, so I, I'm excited about it. Uh, again, the impact, uh, the people, uh, I've been out there a few times. I'm excited to s sort of tackle whatever this is going to be this year um, with a with a brand new uh, group of educators to me. Uh, but I've been really impressed with the the deliberate mentality to improve um, from from the leadership and everybody that I've dealt with so far. So I'm looking forward to it big time. So we've had some news. Eddie had some news. Marcus had some news. Um, my yeah, my other my other little piece of news. You guys might know that I uh, have been training for a half Ironman, um, as you've probably guessed. It got postponed, 
and then now it got canceled. <laughs> so like the old man has been training for for an epic thing for like a year now, and now it's not until next year. Um, so due to are you still gonna you're still gonna train? Oh yeah. Sorry, like my, you're just my gonna chair pick is noisy. Up. Uh, yeah, that's a. Um, it's. Are you just gonna pick that up? It's a habit. It's a habit now, Eddie. We've talked about this. Really? Um, so I'm yeah, gonna keep going. I'm just gonna keep going. I don't know. A, a habit is going out and running a mile or two a day, like Ironman training. You're not. It's not a mile or two. It's multiple miles on a bike, multiple miles on your feet, multiple miles in a pool. Um, all of those things, you're just going to keep doing I, Yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't go at the same rate um, because I'm not building to something in October. Um, but I'm, I, I will certainly taper down a little bit, but I intend to continue to do it because I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll tell anybody who listens, uh, it is the best medicine for me. Uh, I am I I am a complete lunatic, <laughs> and my wife will support me in that. Um, but this training for something, f- doing that kind of physical stuff, really does help me keep my mind right. And so I'm just going to kind of keep at it as if something's on the horizon, even though it's another year off. So uh, enough about enough about us. Um, we want to we want to talk a little bit about. Uh, I was going to say enough about us, but we're, we're, we're digging into this too. Um, we wanted to talk about the virtual leadership series uh, that's currently going on for the month of July. And then also there's another cohort happening in August. Uh, Eddie, hit them with some knowledge. So this is through the Teaching and Learning Center, uh, through Instructure. Uh, we were um, obviously excited about what this back to school virtual leadership thing would be. So we jumped on the opportunity. Marcus and I both said, Hey, we've got to do this. We've got time in July. Let's do the July one. Uh, they have one coming up in August, but really this is all about filling a need for uh, district leadership to uh, get together and talk about things uh, that might be impactful to us right now, like evaluating and adapting new learning scenarios because of the situation we're currently in, Um, you know, prioritizing strategies that will allow you to create some of these really engaging environments. And we've had two really good sessions so far, and we just wanted to to touch base and, and say how uh, grateful we are to be a part of that, especially, you know, in this time, because I don't know about Marcus, but I, I take a ton of notes, you know, during those sessions. And then we do breakouts with small group and then we come back and we discuss more. And it really helps kind of frame my mindset on what we are all kind of looking forward to in the fall. Um, and we've had really two great sessions so far. I can't wait to see what the next couple are, but you have the opportunity to, to get involved in this. The, the Back to School Virtual Leadership Series, we'll link in the show notes those uh, items and registration links for the August session. So if you're interested, uh, you should be able to still register for the August Virtual Leadership Series. Marcus, what are your thoughts on what we've seen over the last couple of weeks? Uh, so, you know, I think... A lot of folks out there would say, well, you know, nobody knows. So why, why, you know, there's probably certainly some naysayers that like, I'm tired. I don't want to talk about here's, and I'm, you know, in many cases, I might be with you. Like there uh, there are moments throughout the course of a day and a week where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what else to say about back to school, but 
Um, in this case, the difference here is that you are in a small group with a bunch or, or a small group of folks, but there it is a group of people who are absolute leaders uh, in their in their areas in their states, and, and that for me is helpful because. I always want to get all the information from all the places as much as possible. Uh, Eddie, we talk about this. We make fun of ourselves. We're the type of type of guys that will do research for a month and a half about the uh, buying a new vacuum. <laughs> you know, what's the best toaster to buy? Um, so, <laughs> um, so you know, we we thrive on that. We want to hear what other people are doing, what they're talking about, how they're framing out what they plan to do. Um, and in, in the cases of the first couple of sessions, we're getting feedback and communicating with fellow leaders from all over the country. And they, we, they even brought up a map at the last one, and we had the entire country covered. And that has been really uh, enlightening to me because when we're having these conversations, you know, you always have that moment when you speak to a fellow educator where you're like, yeah, you get it. We're on the same page. Um, but... It's a little bit more impactful to me when I'm talking to somebody uh, that does my job in, you know, Oregon or does my job in South Carolina and he or she is is having the same struggle, the same challenge, the same conversation. And I'm like, OK, I have not lost my mind as much as I thought I had. <laughs> if I've lost my mind, so has everybody else in that group. And so there's there's uh, some camaraderie there that's been really great. Um, and, and one of the things that stuck out in my mind uh, thinking about the last couple of sessions was um, in our most recent session talking about uh, creating equitable learning experiences for uh, for students. And, and we had great conversations about the like, this one thing is enough to blow most people's minds. Ready? Buckle up. Sit down if you're standing. Um, many of us are going to go back to school in some way. Uh, in some form of a blended, if not completely virtual, how are you going to engage brand new students and get to know those kids and get to personalized interaction with these students, kindergarten through seniors in high school? How are you going to do that when they're brand new to your classroom, which isn't, you know, a brick and mortar? In many cases. And if it is, it might start out that way, but who knows what's going to happen a week or two after we start. And the conversation we had uh, last week about, you know, uh, impactful, applicable approaches to reaching those kids and establishing a relationship, even if it's within the confines of a digital space, uh, was really, really powerful. And I know Kona Jones has always said this. She's a firm believer that she, you can actually have a stronger relationship with students online than maybe you would in a brick and mortar setting. And, and our conversation last week really kind of drove that home for me. You know, I want to be able to help my teachers um, be creative and innovative about how they set that, uh, that level of communication with those kids early. Because again, we don't know what it's going to look like or how long it's going to be kind of normal before it could change. I just think that that alone is worth 
uh, the price of admission to this thing. So if you're considering it, you're on the fence, you're an administrator, you're a district leader, you're a principal, assistant principal, a dean, and you are really passionate about creating these experiences for kids, you have to look into this back to school leadership series. It is phenomenal. We've only had two sessions. I can't wait for the rest. Um, but the August one is still available. And again, we'll link that in the show notes. Marcus, we're kind of running out of time a little bit here, but uh, let's talk about some some things that educators are probably looking they come to our podcast for canvas knowledge so let's drop them some canvas knowledge before they get out of here uh i know there are some crazy things that me and you do um at the beginning of the year and i know we wanted to talk about like just getting started and and managing distractions so what are those things i mean are you doing as the og that are really kind of what we would consider getting off on the right foot getting ready to start in a couple weeks so yeah, so there's been a lot. There's a lot happening right now, and uh, I, we've spoken with uh, you know the folks that are involved with. There's a great um, K through five Facebook group that's got like it's probably up to like sixteen, seventeen thousand by now uh, users. There has been now even this week there have been three or four offshoots. Uh, I'm in a, a secondary Canvas users group. Uh, and I, I know I've seen a couple of others. And what I'm seeing as an OG, and I've seen some of my fellow OGs in those groups as well, um, there is, I mean, I can't scroll through Facebook without seeing a Bitmoji classroom. And I, I, I like, I almost said love, I like what's happening there. And Eddie and I, we could maybe debate this a little bit, but I like what I'm seeing there for some for a f- couple of reasons. Okay, so a Bitmoji Classroom, for those listening who may not know, is ultimately making your Canvas homepage very aesthetically pleasing, clickable, um, and hopefully easy to navigate for your students. I would say I'm seeing it more at the the primary levels yeah. than than at the secondary. Um, I love the creativity um, and, and I love the energy and the excitement that teachers are expressing about doing work, right? They're amped about their Bitmoji classroom. They're like, which one do you like better? I love this one. What about that one? All that stuff. Love it. I'm all for the excitement. I worry as a, as a person in my role who's done this year after year after year, I know that I can get caught up in the cute because I'm avoiding the suck. (laughs) Uh, I can get caught up in, you know, aesthetic things like that. Um, And then I can be concerned that ultimately what I really was doing was trying to avoid, you know, building a module about the, you know, addition. I'm stopping. I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. Okay. Um, (laughs) Don't make me punch the screen. I, I don't know. Like, no, like here's the deal. I honestly, I am I I understand the need to see these things and say, well, there are other things that you might need to focus on to make sure that it's a it's appropriate learning environment, things like that. And we probably agree on this, but like, if the Bitmoji classroom is the one thing 
that like introduces them to this platform and they get really excited about it because let's be honest, the, the Bitmoji classroom isn't exactly the easiest thing to pull off for those people that that are that are not tech savvy. These are the, the same people building these Bitmoji classrooms and creating this really cool uh, designed experience or over-designed experience, if we're going to use that phrase. They are really excited about those things because they've put a lot of time and effort into them. But these are also the people that are probably in our PDs saying, I don't know anything about technology. I'm the worst technology person you're going to have in this class today. But like, look at what they accomplished because they wanted it to look pretty. Now I'm, I'm going to defend the elementary level teachers a little bit more because my wife's one, but they like the cute. And, and they like the um, aesthetically pleasing and not necessarily like for us, it's form over function and things like that. But I'm really, I, I just, I see it a lot, which I'm excited about because I'm excited that they're doing something new and engaging and fun that's introduced them to a platform that they probably would have said six months ago, no thanks. I'll just continue to use my flip charts and you know my my other um, clip arts that I've purchased off of Teachers Pay Teachers, and I'm going to post those all over my room. Um, it's it's just that method happening virtually. And I'm I'm cool with it. I, if they want to, they can create. But I think there is probably a point where they get to the over design aspect of what you're maybe getting to uh, a little bit into this discussion. Yeah, and I think ultimately we have. Yeah, like you said, we're kind of we're on a similar page. Um, it's for me, um, I'm all for that. I just I view that as like a almost like a power user move where for for the role that I have, uh, I, I, I would want to see that same <laughs> excitement and vigor uh, about like, oh, check out my, um, you know, my my plot structure lesson. Uh, in my in my fourth grade reading module, um, that kind of stuff. And I know, like, come on, Marcus, stop being a total wet blanket. Uh, I get it. Um, but I, I do see a lot of that stuff uh, out there. And we felt like, you know, it's just the design work that goes into that is not easy. So it's like just for me, I would just tell people, ha try to have a balance, you know, uh, have some balance and, and for every half hour you spend designing on your uh, your classroom, your Bitmoji classroom, put put that same amount of time into, you know, a, a module or a quiz or an assignment that you plan to use the first month or September, or October, you know, just have some balance because I, I do feel I when I see that, I, I feel like it's it's nesting which I'm completely okay with. And I get it like get in there, get comfortable, get your bearings and then move on. And I, th and I think we only see that piece of it. I, I think you really need a Snickers because I think you're grumpy on this subject. <laughs> um, but I also like, we see this on social media a lot and social media is very visual and I don't think I've ever seen a couple times, but I don't think I've ever seen anybody say, 
ooh, I'm going to screenshot this really amazing module and <laughs> post it to Twitter. Like, no, they're not going to do that. They're like, no, I'm going to show them like this fancy Bitmoji yeah. dancing across the room, right? Like, because right. that's very visual and that's very cool to look at. And that's probably going to get a little bit more likes. But it's, I think it's that. I, I, I firmly believe that most educators are probably putting in most of the back end work that you'd like them to trade off with designing on the Bitmoji and then putting that other work in. I, I'm a firm believer that that's still happening. We just don't see it because. Again, I'm not going to screenshot this amazing module and like, look at my structure uh, on an introduction <laughs> and then some video. Like, they're going to be like, look at my little Bitmoji dance across the screen, which is cool, which right. we want you to continue to do. Do not do not stop doing that because I think it is good and I think it will engage those those uh, those younger learners for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Marcus, we we're running out of time. Uh, we'll put a bunch of other stuff in the show notes. Definitely want to mention before we go. Canvas Con, which has went online. It's free registration. Um, that event is going to be completely virtual and it's free. So no cost to your district whatsoever on October 15th. So that's going to wrap it up for me and Marcus. Uh, no tagline <laughs> unless Marcus wants to say uh, he doesn't work for Canvas. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. See you later. Peace out.